Annyeong, and welcome to Hallyujuku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, Petey Ray. This is episode 22, Snidely Whiplash, School Disciplinarian. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fine episode of Hallyujuku. I am Petey Rave. Your man with no plan that is going to look at the camera now that we have video and not down here somewhere. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Here with Someone me, of course, <laughs> is none other than Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I am doing exceptionally well. And then sometimes you got to ring the alarm. A-A-A-A-A-A-A to anyone. Mm -hmm. uh i'm doing well as well uh we are here excited uh a day late but not none short uh the marlins won their first game of the season and we're here to talk about uh east asian pop culture just a lot of k-pop today it's gonna be another k-pop centric day you're gonna have to deal with that uh all right so of course we start off every episode talking about what we've been listening to this week kaz Regale us mm-hmm. with what you've been listening to this week. Um, I've been watching this weird ass version of 2NE1's Scream video, which I didn't put in the doc first, but I wanted to talk about it first, so I grabbed it first, which means it didn't go first. Mm-hmm. That's math for you kids. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know what's up. It's, it's Scream. It seems like it's the video for Scream. Um, it's not on the official 2NE1 channel, and it is not in Korean as far as I can tell. It's a, it's a, it's a Japanese, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep. Um. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why you would not, if you have the video, give me the video, <laughs> like yeah. on the official channel. Like, is it like? Where? I have to wonder. Is it like a a law or rule with like the Japanese pop music? Where you can only put up like short videos, if at all, of your music videos. Like, cause like every like J-pop, every like Japanese act, it's always been like the short version of the PV and it cuts right. off halfway. <laughs> it's like, well, no, cause, uh, AKB's videos seem to be the full video. Yeah, seemingly. I don't know. What is the deal? Oh, here it is. Right. 21. You gotta look 21. Um, the other thing is, I don't know. I wanted to kind of give some love to, to Lay Song, uh, Gary and, um, uh, and, uh, I can never think of Gil's name. Um, Gil. Gil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I put two of their songs in there. Um, which one is which, which one is which, uh, someday is done with, um, Yude Hoon of YB, uh, a band I'm not very, very, very familiar with, but it's a really good, good song. Um, like kind of done in a, like a live studio performance or whatever done with like a lot of just the, the lay song unplugged stuff that they were doing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, hard to be humble. Another one from there that unplugged, uh, kind of set that they did. Um, such a fun video of like, a a little Gary and a little Gil kind of running around, like messing with people and like just being two awesome ass little kids. And like, I don't know. It's just a fun <laughs> 
video to watch. Little gangsters and shit. (laughs) Yeah. Little tiny Asian gangsters. That's hilarious. Adorable. (laughs) Ah, again, I love Lee Sang. Lee Sang puts out some quality stuff. Like, they've been, and they've been doing it for a while. And so it's cool to kind of discover this, like, cool veteran duo of hip hop artists that uh you know i don't know where and it's kind of the cool thing of like reaching outside your prescribed zone of music and going out and finding new music you get something like this which is cool yep uh but uh that is your tunes uh some of the cool stuff that i've been listening as as i as i give everyone a peek into the doc um is uh (laughs) i i was listening to just a couple of random songs. I listened to, uh, the K-pop iTunes radio <laughs> every once in a while and like some stuff will just like randomly pop up there. And something that caught my attention is the names are familiar, but, uh, a song that uh, I don't think I've heard before, but I totally dug, uh, it's primaries, uh, m- uh, m- Murum Pyo, or question okay. mark. <laughs> okay. Just question mark. Uh, featuring Cho, uh, Choza, uh, Choiza and, uh, of Dynamic Duo. Uh, right. It's just, you know, classic Korean hip hop Dynamic Duo, you know, yeah. Dynamic Duo. And Primary has been this guy who makes this, like, cool, uh, Korean hip hop style stuff. And, uh, also the song is featuring Zion T, I shouldn't forget. Uh, and he wears a box on his head. Mm-hmm. Which is, which is interesting. Uh, so it, 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 it's cool. And I like the song. The song was so cool and chill. And like, it's that, that, uh, family, uh, you know, that dynamic duo family, that, that style. Yeah. And that, it's always cool to actual, it. like that real hip hop style that like we have been always talking about. And like, like just, you know, like sh- talking about like when we talk about like Korean hip hop, like the real Korean hip hop that is founded in like, 90s American, like, kind of gangster rap and smooth army. This is the stuff we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just so smooth and cool and, and, and classy. And it's just, it, it has a cool style to it. Um, alright, so, uh, besides that, I uh, was checking out a new video that was posted up onto, uh, Soundholic Entertainment's, uh, YouTube page. Uh, a, a, a cool indie group. They've been posting a bunch of other stuff. Uh, one of the acts that are, uh, on their group, Nabby Matt, <laughs> and, uh, with their song, Come On. And, uh, I had posted it up on my social network sites and I posted it in the comments of the video that basically uh, it's, uh, Jim Morrison was reborn in South Korea apparently cause, uh, <laughs> this is, this is like doors reincarnate. Like everything about yeah. it is like the doors, <laughs> like the <laughs> organs, the guitar work, the, the way the, the singer like sing, belts out the song and like growls it out. Like this is like a tribute to the doors. Uh, <laughs> y- you got a chance to check it out, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, I was listening to it before we started and I'm listening to it again now as we're kind of talking about it. And now that she said that, I kind of, I kind of see that feel of it, but like, yeah, it kind of has that kind of grungy, uh, like, like, uh, not grunge pop, but like the kind of, uh, grunge, like, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like that spiritual grunge or yeah, just like well, psychedelic, like there's something. Psychedelic, yeah. Psychedelic, uh, sixties, uh, rock, you know, 
psych rock, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Uh, like the doors <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and the like. Uh, it's very, very, uh, very evocative of those styles and it's really cool kind of seeing it done in a different way and being done again and so kind of faithfully. Uh, it's just kind of weird and, and he trips me <laughs> out. I mean, look at him. He just kind of trips me out with his, like, who he's trying to say. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's high as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Although I know, I know people that live in Korea like to tell you that there's no weed in Korea. Batman There's found weed it. everywhere. If, if, it's, <laughs> if it's in Korea, he found it. He found some good right. shit. He, he owned that good kush. He owned that good kush. Uh, I don't, I don't smoke weed. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but moving on moving to on. another uh, really cool song that came out re- uh, before, like earlier this year, uh, and was kind of a song that didn't blow up, but was a really cool song that was in that middle of the uh the sexy movement in the beginning of the year uh with uh likewise uh singers uh Dalsha Betts uh BBB Big Baby Baby uh specifically uh somebody posted I believe on the K-pop subreddit or somewhere on a forum uh the Araya remix and it's just okay. like this really cool remix that they did to the song which I I already dug and I kind of forgotten about it which is a little bit sad uh but this right. remix kind of takes it into a whole different sound and it's kind of cool uh uh did you did you get a chance to listen to this before i i know the first one and i'm i'm, I'm kind of pe- checking it out now and i'm trying to i'm trying to remember when i heard it the first time but like you said it was at the beginning of the year so it's just like yeah uh but this one sounds amazing you know <laughs> it's just like this uh crazy this crazy techno sound that's just like add some weight to it and and it was already a really cool song it's just like uh i just think this remix was really cool and i'm glad i found it and whoever made it good job i'm gonna keep checking out more of your stuff in fact i'll subscribe right now uh y'all saw me subscribe <laughs> uh and yeah and Dalshabet, i think dalshabet's one of those groups that have been trying to make a name for themselves they're constantly on the variety circuit uh, almost to the point where it seems like, yeah, that on the level of groups there, it's obvious that they need to be on the variety circuit, you know, in order to promote themselves. <laughs> yeah. They have, just they gotta get in, yeah. they gotta get in as many minds and as many households as they possibly can, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. They have enough of fan face to justify having them on the show, but they need to be on the show. So they're, they're still working. They're still, uh, putting their name out there, but they're, they're putting out some cool songs and, uh, this one, uh, definitely. And hopefully good things for them will come in the near future. But, uh, that is it for what we've been listening to, uh, this week. Uh, we'll put a, mm-hmm. a bow on that. Uh, we will transition ourselves over to the headlines. Welcome back to headlines. Uh, we've got a couple of nice headlines. Gonna get through them quickly. Um, the first one, hmm. What could we be talking about this time? What could have happened today that was exciting to me? Oh yeah! Crayon Pop released their new single! Woohoo! I'm hyped, son! Uh, Crayon Pop released their video, uh, for Oi. <laughs> Oi! Uh, and it is wild. Uh, I've been kind of acting, acting a fool all, all week about this. Uh, like, 
in all seriousness. I've been acting a fool about Crayon Pop in general and the hopes of this song and the video is out now. I've gotten a chance to check it out the song before with some like people recording their showcases and their public concerts, but uh they finally released a video and the video is just super fun. The song is super crazy, silly and fun. Uh it's like techno trot music. Like they put they've created this uh mix of techno music and like traditional trot music and they have amazing outfits and the dance is insane and fun and I I could not have asked for more. <laughs> and I'm excited. Uh did you get a chance to, to check out the, the, the new music video? Yeah, I, I I only did one pass through on it and um as still kind of the fly by night cramp hop fan, I was like, okay, like, you know, like very, all right, you know, m- more of the same from, from cramp hop, but like fun, adventurous, like, you, you know, silly, uh, with, with, with a good song under it. Yeah. And a lot of, uh, just craziness in the video. Uh, they, they had an interesting idea for the video. I think it was probably, it could have probably been fleshed out a little more as far as it's, explaining the transitions of what was happening but you know it is simple video you know there's a party everything's super classy and 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 you know buttoned up and high highbrow and you know people drinking wine everybody's bored as hell and here's crayon pop to the rescue getting everybody right. unboard <laughs> and hype uh, train rolling in slam pop has arrived uh <laughs> coming for your faves uh, and then they just to bust out the insane dance moves and a great dance routine. I think, uh, as the, the crayon pop fan, I, the main thing about crayon pop is that they're not the typical K-pop group and they don't ever want to be. Chrome entertainment doesn't ever want them to be and they better not be. <laughs> um, <laughs> they create an atmosphere of really fun songs that are different that stand out, uh, it, they're humorous, uh, therefore easy to kind of share and easy to like share with your friends and, and spread out uh, mm-hmm. and accessible to everybody. So I, I think, like, and speaking of, of sharing it out with your friends and it being all over the place and accessible to everybody, if anybody has been, been kind of a part of this Reddit 4chan meme of Raj and Tyrone, like man, Tyrone's blessed crayon pop you know yeah triumphal uh, Ty- tyrone uh from his mouth to your ears he, he has said he endorses that crayon pop run shit uh <laughs> in his words and it is true crayon pop run shit um but no like that that is uh, dude i fucking i, I just want to railroad the show for two seconds i fucking love the raj and tyrone meme thing of like just sending these two this african and this australian dude just random ass scripts to read and they will read literally anything <laughs> for the few cents and dollars that you send them and it's amazing <laughs> amazing oh god i gotta find out what well how do we send these people money in order to I, I, you gotta i gotta find the fucking reddit thing i just love watching the fucking videos like i don't even give a fuck like <laughs> but i i will figure it out like like will, i don't, I don't send it's probably videos. paypal i'm yeah. gonna assume it's paypal i don't know i don't know that's for people who know 
and per- people who think. Right. So other people. Uh, but it's not the only new release, uh, that happened this week. Uh, no. another big time new release, uh, A-Pink, A-Pink, uh, released. A-Pink? A-Pink. That was, no, let's, st- let's stop that right yeah. there. A-Pink, uh, the, the adorable A-Pink, uh, released their, uh, video for Mr. Chu. Uh, mm-hmm. l- and, and I'll give you a wild guess of what kind of, uh, what kind of, uh, concept they went with uh did they come up with a sexy concept uh a wild you know bad girl concept uh mm-hmm. a song about you know uh, empowerment mm-hmm. no no they, they, I'm gonna go they, all of the above no they, they went with cute cute concept ah uh, okay yeah, cutesy. you uh, didn't give me that choice yeah, no. <laughs> yeah it's a trick question <laughs> this is rigged. This test was rigged. <laughs> uh, the A Pink released an A Pink song, and, and and overall, uh, I think it was a good song. It was a good A Pink song, and if you like A Pink, I think I started to listen to it this morning and thought I had already heard it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it, it is a fun video. It is basically, it's a pretty simple video. The girls all have a crush on the guy. Uh, they, they all buy him gifts and then they all dance around, uh, at doing a whole lot of eggio. And, uh, it's exactly what you expect from egg pink. And to be honest, it's all they should ever have to do. Cause they have the fan base to, to just stay right there. Uh, I think it, it works. It's a really cool song overall. It's nothing mind blowing, but it does the job, and it's cute. Like yeah. the, the the song is catchy and it's cute. You know, Mr. Chu. Uh, it, yeah, except when you have the problem that I had this morning. I thought I had already heard this song before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did, did, I was like, you, what? I was like, this isn't new. I've heard this before. <laughs> Gotta start uh, checking dates on shit like it's <laughs> fucking milk. Like, like, what, is this still good? Can I put this in my cereal? <laughs> oh, that's good. Expired yesterday. That's yeah, good. It's good. It's good enough. It ain't chunky. <laughs> it ain't Fuck bad milk. till it's chunky. <laughs> Fuck those cows. Fuck those cows. <laughs> um. Uh. But did you get? The, did you, have you have you gotten a chance to to kind of uh, look through it uh, now? I got halfway through it and I closed it when I started yelling about cows. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like it's, I don't, like you said, it's, it's kind of more of the same for May Pink. Um, yeah. you know, other than that, the Pink Blossom album release was teased. Like I, a Pink is just not in my wheelhouse. Like yeah. people know me by now. You know what I like. I like, yeah. I like me some Amber. So I like FX. I like 281 and, and fucking one cat. So like. Yeah. Yeah. It's not our, in our, in either one of our heel house, wheelhouse, even Mr. So-on over here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not even, it's a little too, uh, sugary sweet for me, but they are doing their thing and that's all they ever have to do because that's, uh, well, well the, the bullshit fans. I'm talking about being an AKB 48 fan. So like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. F- fucking cute shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go yeah. to this AKB concert and hear them sing Disney songs. <laughs> <laughs> Kawhi as fuck. I'm gonna push my glasses off. <laughs> I don't uh, know. <laughs> I don't know why I went there. I don't know. 
Uh, let's not question it. Let's not worry about it. Uh, but yeah, keep doing your thing, A Pink. Don't ever change. Uh, all right. So, uh, in, in cool, uh, cool going, in good guy, uh, bro news. Good guy, bro. Good guy, bro news. Uh, Shiny's key. Do you even lift? Because if you do, I'll help you lift that. <laughs> good guy, bro. Good guy, bro. Uh, Shiny's Key reaches out to self-harming fan by relating his own personal story. Uh, so, something happened, it was on his Instagram, or on, I think, no, his Instagram. Uh, he, uh, saw a person that was named, uh, Ugly Fatty Cutter. Uh, and on her page, she has a lot of graphic pictures of her scars from cutting. Uh, and reached out to her and said, hey, uh, I don't know what is your name, so I'll call you Cutter. Uh, he says precisely this. Hi, Cutter. I don't know your name, what your name, what is your name, so I'll call you Cutter for now. I know sometimes, uh, you can feel your life is suck or hard. Your life sucks or is hard, uh, but everybody does. Stop cutting. I had really bad habit when I was young and I stopped, but I still have a scar on my body. Don't cut anymore and show me you're getting better on your Instagram. I'll be by your side. Uh, it, it was a, a, an interesting kind of a moment of a K-pop idol reaching out to the fan. And it, I just kind of wanted to include it just cause it was kind of cool. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's always cool to just kind of see the, 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 that the K-pop idols care, <laughs> even at least make the effort to show that they care. Uh, and I don't know what, 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 was your impression of of seeing this uh what they said talk about in the article and what what happened here um th- this is the stuff that like can sometimes get tossed under the bridge of like how just genuine somebody can be you yeah. know what i'm saying like this is something that could have been really just passed over um yeah. Like, cause th- th- this could just be like such a one-off thing. Like, like if he had like contacted this girl and bought her tickets to a concert and you know, blah, blah, blah. Just, but no, he was just like, yo, come on. Like, I, you know, like, Hey, I know shit gets hard. Like, but, but it's never that hard, you know? Like, yeah. and, and sometimes shit like that is just like, Oh, whatever. Like, you know, he didn't really care. He didn't fucking give her a signed autograph, you know? Yeah. But no, it was just like, cool like you know yeah. like dude was cool about it you know and it made it really nice and just really short simple and sweet like it didn't try to go over the top to like make it a he, and it didn't seem like he was trying to get attention for it it just seemed like he was seriously trying to be genuine to one of his fans who he's just like wait all right hold on there's a little bit something to worry about here you know yeah like and not not even necessarily that it, it had to be that she was one of his fans you know what i'm saying like yeah. it was just like kind of a genuine moment of just like Connecting with human somebody. nature. Yeah. Gross. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they even had a moment later on where she made, uh, the, the fan made a video, uh, of herself throwing away her razors and he liked that video showing that he, he was actually kind of keeping track and making sure she was getting better. Um, at the end of the day, one of the things that they talk about here, uh, uh, the guy from Asian Junkie in the article pointed out and one of the commenters that kind of knows the stuff uh, pointed out that in all likelihood, this fan was doing all this for attention in the first place. And right. at, at the end of the day, she needs a little more than just this. And she's going to need some like actual proper mental help. 
Well, uh, yeah, yeah. But that aside, and she's probably, you know, the, this might, and although they talk about this causing people to do crazy things for attention from their favorite K-pop idols, all of that aside, it's still a genuine cool moment at the end of the day, uh, from somebody who, you know, who seems genuinely cool, uh, and key. And, uh, in one of the, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm, Shiny is a group that I liked and now I, I have a reason to like them even more. Also, despite, uh, also aside from that, uh, another reason I like them is that they're the source of, uh, one of my, uh, a dumb joke that I created. Uh, you know, uh, what do you call a turd when you polish it? A ring ding dong. Because dong means a poop. And ring ding dong. Yep. I told you it was a dumb joke. You didn't believe I me. I think the over explanation is what kills it. Yes. Yes. It's a dumb joke. Yo, bro, I see you need help with your joke. Here's a punchline. <laughs> cool guy, bro. Cool guy, bro. Uh, alright, but moving on. Speaking of bros. <laughs> Uh, just a, a random little moment. We, uh, K-pop got its, uh, finally got its Roxanne, Roxanne, uh, rivalry. <laughs> it's Roxanne, Roxanne beef. Uh, it, 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 with the a group bros or singer bros doing a song called That Kind of Guy, which apparently went viral, uh, and has gotten a lot of compl- complaints because, well, it's kind of a bitch ass song. <laughs> about this dude whining because girls don't like nice guys. Uh, why do you date that mean guy? Why do you like a nice guy like me? Wah, wah, wah. And, uh, people complaining about that. Um, it got a response track by a group called Veloce, uh, uh that kind of girl. And it's, it's it, it just, uh, the, the songs are, eh, whatever, but it's just uh-huh. kind of, uh, crazy. It, it was kind of interesting that, uh, K-pop got, got this achievement. <laughs> they had their Roxanne, Roxanne moment, you know? Right. Uh, did, did you get, get a chance to uh, check out this, uh, any of this, uh, shenanigans? Um, yeah, like I, I looked at it a little bit. I didn't watch the videos, but I've been reading like kind of all the articles back and forth. And it was just like, it's, it's so silly. Like you said, it's just so funny and silly, but like you can't help but like, like be taken in by it a little bit. Like, yeah. cause like you said, it's that, that thing where you're just like, oh, this is like Roxanne Roxanne. <laughs> reply, reply. Yeah. Reply, reply. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll keep going. Like we'll get like, Five back and forth replies with like different like right. underground. And I, I love that it's like a message board in both things. It's like yeah. a little like kind of text thing in both yeah. like like things, and it's just weird. Like yeah. I wish uh, somebody would throw some English up here for what's being replied back and forth. Yeah, cool. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, hey bro, quit being a bitch. Cool guy, bro. Hey, I bought that girl a drink. You go in and you knock him down. Cool guy, bro. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but moving on, we, we, we finally got some more developments on the SM tax evasion scandals. Uh, next. Where was up, that money? It was in, it was in Shindong's pockets, wasn't it? I'm telling you, I know where it was. Um, some of it was Detective. in Shindong's pockets. Detective. 
and some of it might have been in random Hong Kong companies buying homes in L.A. for Isuman, <laughs> apparently. Because uh, apparently, allegedly, uh, Isuman purchased a $4.8 million mansion on Malibu Beach back in April. Uh, every time he visited the States, he would go to this mansion. However, as his personal investment limit was deemed to be about $3 million, it appears he was not able to buy it. He's not supposed to be able to buy that expensive of a house. So a company in Hong Kong covered half of the remaining amount and his company was revealed to be affiliated with SM through Polex Development Limited. So basically a paper company bought it with him so that he would get over and around his, uh, uh, investment limit. Right. Uh, and it, it's, it's another layer in the shenanigans of Isuman and it's kind of hilarious, especially considering the fact that all of this, all of this, like, you know, reporting of all these wrongdoings that could be happening and all these shenanigans mean jack shit because government ain't going to do a damn thing about it. Because <laughs> the Korean government is not going to do a damn thing. They're going to, like, slap him on the wrist. Yeah, pretty much. Because they're going to be like, you you got some of that money to give to us? And you're going to be like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, especially with uh, this deal, uh, SME agrees to deal with CoRail to promote Hallyu. Uh, they work out a business deal with CoRail, the Korean uh, rail company, which is run by the government. Another <laughs> uh, it, it sign that it's it means nothing. We could we could talk about all the shenanigans that Isuman has getting getting up to, but it means nothing. Uh, especially come going from if you all remember. When Roberto Villegas was on, uh, a couple weeks ago, talk about Japan night, talk about K-pop night, he reported, our on-field reporter reported that K-pop night out at uh, South by Southwest was very, we had a, had a, a nice Korean uh, government presence there. Mm-hmm. Cause K- Korean government uses K-pop to promote themselves as like a soft power. Like this is part of their strategy. <laughs> this is part of their diplomatic strategy, so they're not going to do anything to SM or Isuman. But it's still funny to see all the sh- all the all of the crap that he can get away with, right? Uh but yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the kind of fucked up part about it, you know? Yeah. Like, like if you're privileged in some of these other places and here in America too, to a certain yeah. extent, if you're, if you're privileged, like law really doesn't mean shit to you. <laughs> Laws are for poor people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like if you poor, don't break the motherfucking law. <laughs> like but if I'm you rich, know what the fuck you doing breaking the fucking law. But if you rich, do some drug trafficking, drop a few bodies. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's going to stop you? <laughs> just have yourself a good quality lawyer. He'll tell you exactly how to, uh, get away with, uh, disposing of that body. Uh, right. you know, you'll be able to hire yourself a good science team to be able to cover that up. Or if you're like, uh, the bad guy in, uh, you who came from the stars, you'll be able to hire an entire cleaning team to, uh, preemptively, uh, uh wipe down an entire summer home so it makes it look like the other guy lived there. Like, I didn't live here. <laughs> uh, who, who's that guy? Oh, no. Uh, well, I know that Domin June guy. Uh, he 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 stayed around here every once in a while, uh, but yeah, it's crazy. 
Uh, we are going to get into some of that, uh, you know, justice and corruption thing shortly. Uh, but that will, will be when we get into our Hallyujuku talks. Uh, so we're going to head into our Hallyujuku talks and we're going to talk some movies. So catch y'all on the flip side. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, this is the portion of the show where me and Petey talk about some kind of specific entertainment, movie, TV show, you know, whatever. Pretty much movies and TV shows. Um, so this week, what we decided to do were me and Petey both picked two movies. Um, and we did not do this on purpose. <laughs> but it just so happens we picked some fucked up ass movies. Mm-hmm. Um uh, PD's movie being silenced, starring Gong Yu. Gong Yu. Um, from, I mean, we've, we, you've seen Gong Yu in like a lot of shit. Like, there's just an um, amalgamation of things I could fucking look up and name. Uh, mainly specifically for Shop of Coffee Prints. Um, and what else? What else is like kind of the big thing that he was in uh, that I'm trying to think of? Uh, it, it was he was in a recent action movie that I cannot remember the name of um, that we have not seen yet. Uh, he was in, a, in yeah in a recent action movie. Uh, I I could look it up in a, very quickly, but yeah, uh, he's been in a, b- a bunch of dramas, movies, you know, different styles of movies. He's a fantastic actor, uh, and kind of shows it in this movie too. Uh, Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, uh-huh. and it's uh, silenced. Uh, uh, silenced is an interesting, cool movie. It, it's uh, a, a very uh, intense movie. Uh, it's about yeah. Gong Yu's character being a new teacher in a school for the deaf, uh, mm-hmm. and slowly finding out that things aren't quite as they seem when he shows up. I don't know. I don't know if it's slowly like it. It it yeah. ramped up a lot quicker than I thought it was going to. And it, it kind of hits this high and stays at that pace till the end. And then it kind of starts to lull a little bit, but like there's like a ramp up and you kind of stay there at, at this, you know, kind of height of the movie, because like once he sees one thing, he like everything just kind of opens up to yeah. him like a flower, you know? Um, and it's just kind of this progressive thing. And it, and it, it kind of goes into the weirdness because like there were things that for me, and, I, and I'm going to take this perspective on it, right? There were things for me as an American, right? That he was seeing happen, but people were passing off as like, no, this is normal. Right. Yeah. And he was like, okay, it's somewhat normal, but there seems to be a slight extreme to it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And like, even, even in the sense of, that's supposed to be normal. It was fucked up, you know? Um, whereas like, cause shit like that doesn't fly in America. Like the, the scene where the teacher is in the teacher's office beating the living fuck out of a child. Like yeah. he's <laughs> literally fighting this kid. Like he stole money from him. Like, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and he kind of walks in and he's just like, uh, what's, what's up? And he's like, Oh, he snuck out. So, you know, I'm disciplining him. And it's like, okay, yeah. I guess that's cool, but like, you're hitting them kind of hard, you know? And it's just like, and, and we kind of, you kind of see these things in Korean culture of just like kind of the like physical force discipline 
yeah. a lot. You know what I'm saying? Especially like you, in you, dramas you, you, and movies and things like that. It seems to be like right. an acceptable level of discipline, physical discipline. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think like what else, like, and even the part where, where he, where the little girl, um, takes him down to the, the wash facility and the lady is stuffing a girl in a fucking washing machine while it's on. And yeah. she's like, Oh, like what, what do you, what's your fucking issue? You know? And he's like, you're like, what is your fucking issue lady? Like you're fucking crazy. Um, and she's like, no, I'm disciplined. You know, like they, like everybody kept using discipline as like yeah. this, this crutch to like get away with what they were doing. You know what I'm saying? And, and then the other thing that got to me, was trying to to math out like like background characters. Yeah. You know? Because when he's in when he's in the, the, the like teacher's lounge beating the shit out of this kid, right? Like there were other teachers around, but like yeah. nobody looked up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like and, and I'm just like, are you that defeated already? Yeah. You know, or like, are you like in 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 on it? Are you bought in? Right, are you right. Part of the part of the mentality, and it just this these moments where it, it it's just like you you start to notice the uh the fucked upness that is involved in this school uh as you go along. Just though that level, it's like okay, this is pretty fucked up, but hey, there might be something more going on, like beyond this. Uh, and the first, like, the first domino leads to the next domino. Uh, like, the first thing that happens is, th- th- the first thing that happens is, from that abuse, uh, is when they t- get to take them to the hospital and find yeah. out, you know, they, they give her an examination, find out she's being sexually assaulted. Like, okay, like... <laughs> Uh, and then that starts uh, the next step and the next step and, uh, this intense story. And speaking of like the, the characters, the acting is what's the big thing about this, this movie. The way each of the characters is portrayed, especially the lead characters and I guess that you would call them the villains, the, the, the like <laughs> villains, uh, each character is portrayed so, I think, such the right way. I don't know. How, how did you, how did the, the acting feel to you? How did you, did you get? There were, uh, there were parts that were like kind of over the top. Yeah. Like, you know, like there, there were some characters who were like the, 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 um, disciplinary lady. I yeah. can't think of what her character name was. Yeah. Um, she was like very cartoon villain in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like throughout the whole movie, she was very, very cartoon villainy. Yeah. Um, should I Photoshop uh, a mustache on her face? Like I did that <laughs> one earlier. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially when she's holding the paper to the other lady, like, Oh, I beat you here. <laughs> I got the deed. Like, <laughs> like okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, how about the you know, the other characters, especially Gong Yu? Gong Yu's like at the no, center. he was the kids, um, the the uh people's rights lady and, and him, amazing, 
amazing dude like holy shit like hit me in the heart amazing like all of their acting and I, I was so glad the focus was a lot more on them than it was on the the people who were being bad and a lot of their shit was just in flashbacks of them doing horrible things yeah. because other than that they were terrible <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it was focused on them, and their acting really kind of, uh, grounds it in a way, cause it, yeah. it, it, they kind of hook you in. Uh, Gong Yu has this very, uh, likability, that has this likability, uh, but still can kind of portray this, like, turmoil within the character. Uh, but he, he the moments where he's kind of, he gets the kids to open up, it's like, you, you feel those, and like, uh, the kids are fantastic. One of them, uh, Kim oh my Su- god, the kids are fucking amazing, dude. Especially uh, like, Kim Soo Hyun, I believe the the little girl that was in uh, the Good Doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, that, and and her on You Who Came from the Stars really tells me that she is a phenomenal actress like, in so many different ways. Yeah, uh, and 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 all the kids, even the, the all the, the especially the boy. The boy's mm-hmm. journey. Uh, how how did you feel about like the boy's journey? Because I think his was an interesting hey, kind of portrayal. You, so so it's one of those things, right? You initially you initially feel bad for the girls because they're little girls getting raped, right? Mm-hmm. But then when I sat when I when I and I I I am so glad I'm kind of good at this sometimes with certain movies where I can logic out things. You know what I'm saying? Like. I can logic out, um, like just certain things that are happening. And I really, really thought about it. Like not only was like he also getting molested in this, this story, but he was also on the constant end of getting the living shit beat out of him. Yeah. And then like uh- constantly. And then on top of that, and then that was enough. That it, that should be enough. On top of that, because of this abuse, he ends up losing his little brother. Because like, right. one of the first things you see in this movie, and this is not a spoiler, one of the first things you see is the little one uh standing in front of a train and getting run over. Right. Like, uh and basically killing himself. Because, like, all right, it's like, I'm done. And that is, like, the, the first... Uh, the first domino, I think that, that first pre-domino to fall, you know, uh, and that was the, the, like, I think that that was like that, that extra, uh, <laughs> insult to injury for, for that, where it's like, on top of all this emotional turmoil you go through, you, you lose, like, the only person you had, like, the only right. person you had in this world was your little brother, you could look out for him. You could try to protect him. You could, you know, take shots for him. You know, he was glad, he would gladly take some of the abuse for him if he could. Uh, because, you know, that's what he, you know, uh, he is my don't sing. Like he's my little brother. That, that he's my responsibility. All we've got is each other. So, but right. he loses him and it's, it almost feels like he fails. And the, and, and then the big, uh, parts of the journey is not just the abuse, but, uh, cause the, the fact, the discovery of the abuse happens, yeah, like you said, quickly, and then, you know, intensifies, uh, intensifies in the movie, and then, from then on there, you get into the justice, like, you get the, the law, and now you get the order. <laughs> and then you get the courtroom <laughs> scenes. Uh, right. 
How uh, how was that for you? Did you feel like the 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 tension in the courtroom? Uh, even say without the the flashbacks, the tension of what uh, was happening there and kind of the machinations. Uh, how how was that for you? The flashbacks is what sells it. The yeah. courtroom shit like had moments where it was really shittily overacted. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, especially if you've seen a good episode of Law and Order and they pay a lot of attention to, to kind of courtroom proceedings and how things roll out. And like the beginning of the courtroom stuff where it's like, okay, I object to this. Oh, then, you know, this, that, and the other. And it's kind of this, this railed back and forth or whatever, like in a courtroom or you see a really calm courtroom or you see something where it's like, like all over the headlines, blah, 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 blah. Like this kind of story would have been, it would have been all over the headlines. So you, you kind of have this, this feeling of like, okay, you know, like shit's going on, you know, like, um, and everybody wants to know, you know, what's what. And, you know, you have these people who are upstanding people in the, in the community. So there's people who are behind them. And then the kind of joke is, is thing of like the people who were behind the desk kids were desk people. Yeah. You know, um, and, and, I know it wasn't meant to be a joke, but it was kind of at, at times presented that way, you know? Yeah, it, it was um, odd. Like, I, I think I understood that it was like, okay, per, the fact that uh, the, the uh, I think it was um, uh, those moments where maybe to portray how the stacks, the cards were stacked against them in each step of the way, like every step of the way in in, in the legal part of everything, the cards were stacked against them. Like the first thing you see is like, uh, hey, there's nobody to sign for these groups of deaf people. Like this, this is uh, deals with deaf kids. They're gonna have some people with them that are deaf. How, like you have no accommodation for you, no accessibility options for them and these people that are here to to uh, for this important case. Uh, you know, and, and I think that 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 partly is to kind of use it as a device to display the. Kind of cards are stacked against them. Kind of the 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 obstacle that they're facing, the the uphill climb and whatnot. Uh, I don't know. It, it, I don't know if it came across that way, but I think that that's what it was supposed to be. Uh, right. But yeah, and 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 of course, like the the justice system parts, it it all culminates in kind of the you know you, you, it all seems like it's going all right they they got their evidence in place they they have that la, you know they have that eureka evidence at the end and it almost feels like uh, that was supposed to cuz they didn't they didn't stack they, they they did the smart thing where they didn't give them all the evidence and it make it seem like they were a sure thing they made it so like they had an obstacle ahead of them obstacle obstacle clear that obstacle and then all right here's this last thing and usually when you see okay this is this last eureka piece of evidence. This is where things turn around for them, and then they win. Mm-hmm. Except they don't, <laughs> right? They, they because every everybody gets bought out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like that's what it showed. It showed money is power. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. and if you got the money, you got the power. And everybody who's supposed to be on the side of justice in that movie, except for the people who were literally on the side of justice and have the backs of these kids, yeah, gets bought out. Yeah. Even like their lawyer, like gets up, bought, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, bought out with a, 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 a lofty position. And then you get to deal with the, the emotional aftermath of that. And, and that was a, what was a imp- uh, huge important thing was the emotional aftermath and how each 
uh, kid dealt with it, especially like, uh, the one kid who's, uh, the, the boy. Cause during the yeah, whole proceeding, the, the whole procedures, they, the, a part of the, the system was a part of the thing that they were, the obstacle that they were going up against was the fact that, uh, they, if they could reach a settlement, they, they wouldn't face time. So they right. got caught, reached a settlement with the one kid, I think parents, and then they, yeah. re, they, they find the one kid's grandmother and pay her off, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I think grand, or grandmother, or grandfather, uh, grandmother. It was, grandmother. it was his grandmother and her, her only son was like ill and sick, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, and they used that and they bought Cause that's him. the part I'm talking about where the lady comes walking out and she's like, Oh, I beat you to it. I got the deed to the house. I'm like, yeah. like <laughs> you fucking cartoon ass villain. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, you're ruining my movie. Yeah. And, uh, but that moment comes after that with the moment that comes after that is the, the kid amazing acting performance signing with Gong Yu, like, uh, Gong Yu, Gong, you know, uh, Gong Yu's character telling her, well, you know, trying to be in, like, cause a guy that works with kids, he didn't, like, say, like, alright, man, she messed up and like this, like that. So she said, he said, like, no, your grandma forgave them. You know, she kind of turned the other leaf. Uh, you know, things, they, they didn't work right. out, but you know, she, she decided to forgive. Sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's the right thing. And he's like, what? Forgive? Right. Who forgave? I didn't forgive. My little brother didn't forgive. What forgiveness? Like, mm-hmm. how, how, what did forgiveness? And he, he, you could see like that emotional turmoil that he felt betrayed by his family. Like, uh, he loses. I mean, he felt betrayed family. by everyone. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he was like, he was like, I didn't get my turn to speak. I didn't get my turn to, to, to have my chance at writing this wrong that happened to me. He's like, yo, like, he's like, this shit happened to us. Like, it didn't happen to them. It didn't happen to anybody. It happened to me. It happened to my little brother. My little brother died for this shit. I'm the one who got fucking, like, the shit beat out of me on a daily basis. Like, that didn't happen to them. That didn't happen to anybody else. Like, like, how do, what, what where is my say in this shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that, and because, like, that was the moment where he was, he, you can see him practicing, like, he was practicing practicing what he was going to say like he was going to go all right uh he was he, he walked up to him was like all right I'm, I'm not sure about these like these questions all right he's very intense he really wanted to make sure he got everything right and then he has that all like taken out from under him uh mm-hmm. and and i think uh in the aftermath you see how different uh characters deal with the situation uh and the scene where the boy goes after like the guy like he just says well you know what I'm gonna have to cut a nigga. I'm gonna have to cut somebody. You know? Stab, stab. And he walks up to him, stabs him, uh, and, and takes him out. And they, they go out, like, and you see Gong Yu's character come up to the scenes, like, and, and lose, and, and the fact that, like, he wanted him to, like, turn the other cheek, but, like, like this is not the way, and but then he has to watch him get run over <laughs> by the train, right. and and I mean like that that kid's plan was like that kid's plan was to just like he knew he was going. He's like I'm I'm you're going with me. That's like yeah. he's like that is our option, bro. Like you are coming with me, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, like he's like we're both going. 
And yeah. he fought for it, dude. He was like, he's like, I am taking you with me. There's no way out of this for you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm going to get mine. I'm going to get mine. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, uh, that, that, that was one way to react to it. And, uh, there was further after. Well, you even see, you even see how the, the girl's reaction, right? Like the one girl, she has, uh, the, the one we we're talking about seeing good doctor, all these other things, like, you know, really good. Um, her, her character's reaction to it is kind of the, the reaction we get in everything. You know, this is the reaction you see from, from the girl who gets raped in like law and order and then like wants to, you know, see what happened to her brought to justice. Um, and shit like that. And then you have the other girl who's been going through it for so long. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like that it, it in a sense is normal in her head and there's a trigger to it and her trigger becomes food, you know? So like everything of her is just like, you know, it eat the pain away, you know? Yeah. Like, like, cause anytime you see her, like where she should like be freaked out, she has like candy or food or something like that. But when she doesn't have that crutch, she's fucking terrified. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and then the, the movie is also defined by really cool moments, uh, acting wise. Uh, and a couple of really cool moments. Back to the courtroom scene. I think one of the best moments was, uh, Kim Suhyun's, uh, the, the kid, her, you know, the, the, her hearing the music that, yes. like, uh, because what part of the testimony she says that she heard music and then that, to, she followed the music and it's like, well, but you're deaf. It's like, well, I heard the music. I don't know how else to say it to you, but I heard music and I went towards it. And they actually tested her and she passed. So you see her, like, they turn on the music, she raises her hand. They turn off the music, she drops it, raises her hand, drops it. And it's like, obstacle, you know, achievement unlocked. And then another great act, a kind of a moment that, that drives it home is at the end, uh, close to the end, you see, uh, going use character, in that, uh, in that protest, getting doused by the, 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 uh, the hose, uh, yeah. with that picture of the kid repeating his name yeah. is like, oh my god, dude, that yeah. was, that was some shit, you know? Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's like that, that, like emotion. everyone else is like, everyone else is like fighting, like, like, you know, like, the, all this turmoil and chaos, trying this to do riot. shit, you know, and he just like is like, like, yo, like, this, this is, is what it's about. Like, think, like, it's the, these kids who, who have had nobody to speak for them, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and of course, the, the moment at the end where he sees, he walks by the, the sign, the tourism sign for the fake city that, that, that the whole thing was at is like, like, God. <laughs> and he sees this picture of this beautiful city, the city of smog. It's like, it's like the, the, the complete opposite of everything you experience from that, from that town. Right. And, and it all ties it into this, this, uh, this bow. And I think overall was a fantastic movie that I think, uh, should be seen. I think it was, it was a wonderfully acted, intense movie. And on top of all that, you can take home the fact that, uh, you know, emotionally, you can take home the fact that all of that happened for reals. <laughs> you know, that is based on a true story. Not exactly the way they showed it, because they kind of simplified the amount of, you know, kids and the amount of, you know, uh, teachers. 
but they uh they told a you know a story based on true facts uh and actually caused change because uh, one of the people that attended the movie was the president at the time and uh it caused some in- investigations to be uh, brought out again and some people brought to justice because at like I said at the end of the movie uh, some of the people that got those light sentences got reinstated into that very school that they, uh, into the very real school that this is based on, uh, to teach kids again, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that, that caused, and when this movie came out, that brought that to light and caused some things to happen. So, uh, really cool and test movie that made some change. So, uh, that was silenced. Uh, we had, uh, now, we had another movie that you brought us brought to us. Another intense yes. effed up movie <laughs> about yes. kids. Uh, my movie is The Man from Nowhere, um, starring Bin Wu, uh, Seiru Kim, um, and uh, some few other n- names that like. Uh, there are like a few other names in there of, yeah. of people who are kind of notable, kind of not. Um, yeah, some faces. But it's a like... really good movie um, where a just kind of man who just kind of exists, a man from nowhere, um, gets mixed up in this turmoil of this this mother who's a drug addict and this you know her her daughter um, getting getting kidnapped. Um, and, you know, deciding to save the girl because, you know, he, he has kind of this connection with the girl. Um, and, you know, you kind of come to find out as the movie goes along that he's like the sex military dude yeah. and like all this other stuff. But like the, the setup for the movie and, and generally the setups for these kind of movies is just like, oh, you know, mysterious guy and cute little girl have relationship that is kind of s- sort of weird, but not really. Um, but- and then like, like, you go through a movie, oh, something happens to a little girl, parents are killed, oh, he goes to save her, you know, blah, 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 blah. But the setup to this is a lot more beautiful where she already wants to try to rely on this dude. Yeah. But he's kind of, you know, constantly, like, he, he helps her here and there, but he constantly is kind of pushing her away until the point where where the simple thing that happens, and she's like, she gives him that that speech in the alley of just like, you know what? Thank you, because now I know my life is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now I know I'm a worthless little piece of shit. Like, because the one person I thought would help me when, when shit hit the fan didn't. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then when shit really does hit the fan, he's like, all right, like, yeah, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta redeem myself on that one. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the movie is, is, uh, it's an action movie. <laughs> like, uh, yes. there's no, mm-hmm. there's no bones about that. Uh, it's a very intense action movie, very well shot action movie. Uh, yeah, it's, oh, definitely. Like, uh, one of the best, uh, aspects of it is how everything is laid out and shot and each, uh, scene is built, uh, con- mm-hmm. and constructed visually is so, like, really cool and interesting in so many moments that where, where things are lit in a certain way or angled in a certain way, uh, is so cool. Like, uh, what, what, what kind of, what, what are your interest, like your favorite moments, like visually for, for the movie? Um, 
like the kind of first scene at like that golf club place or whatever. Well, like kind of the first big action scene. Like you see the golf club, the the little like driving range or whatever, and it, it's kind of set up as this cool place, and you kind of go back to it a few times, and then when the first bit of real real action happens there, like how like the kind of turn the twist and turns like that they take when when chases are happening and stuff like that um and even like even better before that like the first scene in the apartment in a small apartment where he like kind of takes the dude out yeah and then like like the camera is kind of fixed but it still has jumps you know like it still has places that it kind of goes to yeah but it's not like trying to like fucking John Woo, like <laughs> Michael Bay around the fight and turn it into a 3D motion and like all kind of other shit. Like it just kind of is like, you're going to watch this fight happen. And a lot of the, the fights and the, the, the shooting and shit, it's really visceral because it's not one of those movies where people get shot and they're like, Oh, and I'll keep going. Like people get shot and they're like, Oh fuck. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, people get stabbed in the shoulder and get oh, yeah. a knife dug into there. And like, uh, it has intense action scenes, blood, gore, yeah. craziness. Uh, it also has, yeah, those tracking shots where I think one of the best shots is, uh, he's trying to escape from the cops and you see mm-hmm. you're following him. He, and there's a window behind him and he makes the decision to jump out that window and the camera in one take smoothly follows him out that window. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to see that shot being made. Like, <laughs> the cameraman <laughs> jumping out there, whatever they had to do as far as that. Cause that, that camera smoothly follows him out onto the floor and into, I think, the car, I believe. And just in one smooth take. And it was an amazing shot. Uh, and, you, and that's, I think that the bread and butter of, of these action movies is the cinematography and those, how you can follow the action and, uh, and pace the action and shoot the action. Uh, and I think, and, and uh, the acting is, is good. I think, uh, I don't know. I, I had, I, I, I didn't really get a big impression on the acting. Uh, the, 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 the uh, Wubin, uh, Wonbin, I think. Yeah. Wonbin, uh, is, is good. I think he plays a very aloof character, which is kind of a mm-hmm. somewhat easy character to play. And relatively speaking, it's kind of the, the go-to action, uh, hero. Uh, he's mostly written deep. I think he plays him very aloof and very intense and very broody, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. and he does a good job at it. It's just there's not much there. I don't know. I, at least to me, uh, I don't know about how you No, they're, they're like, he, he's meant to be the quiet brooding dude and then you like everything comes to a come, like, like, everything comes to a head in the middle and the end and you find out more about him and there's more scenes of him acting with his family and things like that. Like all these little things that you find out about him that are supposed to mean something. But like you said, you kind of go through this movie and you, you kind of want certain things from him at times. Like, especially like the scene where the girl is like being, being accused of stealing the the book bag. She's getting yelled at and, you know, kind of hit and all this stuff. And he just kind of walks away. And then they're having that discussion in the alley that I talked about that is really powerful from her. It's really powerful from acting from the little girl at that point, but you still get nothing from him, you know? And you're like, I'm like, Oh, like something. (laughs) Like, like, give me, just give it to me. Yeah. 
like make a face. <laughs> go, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, it's very, do very man. yeah, very Ryan Atwood esque <laughs> acting from him. Just very. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm pensive. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it, it's one of those things where you kind of you don't usually get that a lot from action movies, so you aren't surprised that it's not there. You just you wish you always would love to see it happen. We always would love to see it. You may not, you may not be the thing you're supposed to get, but it'd be nice if it was there, like a little bit more, you know, strong acting. But I mean, that's beside the point. You got, uh, you know, fun villainous characters. I mean, uh, yeah, like and, the villains are really fun and silly. Like, especially though, like the one kind of hip dude that's always like, like trying to take care of his clothes and like hates when shit happens, and he's just like, like this like, is designer. Fucking- this is, right. this is expensive. This is like, I, I don't remember what brand it was, but it's like, this is, oh, Dolce and Gabbana, you got blood on this. It's like, meanwhile, right. this person's like, uh, it has an axe in their head. And, and what he's thinking about is the fact that he got blood on his Dolce and Gabbana shirt. Like, <laughs> this is a ridiculous character. And, and, uh, and they're, they're, all the characters are fun. And like the, the, uh, I did have an interesting moment. I think one of the groups is supposed to be Chinese. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, cause like, I, I know that when I was listening to their Korean, I was like, that has a weird accent to it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I've been listening, I've been watching so much Korean dramas and, and, and like variety shows that I noticed when it's like, that has an odd yeah, accent something to it. slightly odd, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's Korean, but I don't know. And then I think, uh, yeah, and then when the fact that they had the Chinese major had to talk to the, to Won Bin's character, because they didn't, they didn't get the memo about the switch up, you know, of the <laughs> delivery guy, you know, uh, it, it, it was, it was an interesting thing, but like, uh, yeah, it, 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 that was an interesting moment for me knowing that like, I've been this deep into Korean media that I'm starting to understand even without speaking the languages, I'm trying to, I'm starting to understand the accents, you know, <laughs> like that's Korean. That's not Korean. Um, <laughs> uh, but beside that, yeah, the acting was okay. The the action, the cinematography was was insane, and I think it all uh the the storyline kind of goes through where you expect it, where it's a revenge movie. Uh, so mm-hmm. you have some some uh in in some good kills, <laughs> uh, and that's you know that's what you expect in this kind of movie, some good quality kills. Uh, and I think this is one of them I believe you teased about. I don't remember if you mentioned it when you, when you first talked about it was the scene where he, uh, ties the dude up in mm-hmm. the room, turns on the gas, uh, and has that lantern hang in there and mm-hmm. tied to that bag of like, uh, whatever drugs it the was. Sand. Yeah. And, and just like, right, it just t- gives him a nice speech and then slices it open and watches it. <laughs> Fall down. Right. It's like, and it is so like, like it shows like, oh, this dude is serious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's, and and yeah, he, he means business. Uh, and you see him like, "Ah, you know, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Like pleading for help is like, and you see the, the, the fear in his eyes and you see that explosion. It's, it's, it's insane. It's kind of satisfying. In, in, in a way as well. And, and it's kind of cool. Uh, and of course the, the final, I think that the, the ultimate boss fight 
<laughs> which was against yeah. uh wh- 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 I forget the characters. I think Ron he he Leon. was basically just like yeah, he was basically just guy. like a hired gun. Yeah. Um it's the, like and then he his job at that point was just set out to kill that dude and he didn't he didn't care about anything else. He just wanted to fight that dude, you know? Yeah. He's like, "Oh man, this dude is kind of badass like i want to fight him <laughs> like, <laughs> like when do we set that part up when do i get to fight him <laughs> like, yeah so i have to say the first moment i saw i heard somebody start speaking english that looked like a foreigner i got scared i was like what, right. what, what oh man some bad english speaking acting oh no yeah, but, it, but it wasn't bad though it was good it got better i think it was awkward at first in the one scene and i think it scared me but he he was fine the rest yeah, of the time. Yeah, I think it, 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 it's that first scene in the in the apartment, and he's just like, "Um, your guy is down," <laughs> like that very like <laughs> kind of way of talking. Like, yeah, he is down. I do not know what happened yet. Here, he wants to talk to you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I think it, it it's uh, I I wonder. If that is a thing that happens where they, they hear him, they hear these actors speak naturally and it's like, I don't understand your English. Speak more stilted and <laughs> enunciate everything. I want to hear every syllable. It's like, <laughs> it's like, okay. I want to hear every letter. <laughs> oh God. But, uh, luckily it turns out better and he was kind of a cool, intense, crazy character that, that kind of, uh, was loved, loved Loved him some bloodshed. <laughs> yeah. He, he definitely, and he had his special knife. He had his special, you know, <laughs> signature knife that he loved yeah. to like twirl around and it was kind of a cool moment. And, uh, that last boss fight was, uh, was like, it, it was satisfying. I think it, it, yeah. it was satisfying in the way it needed to be. It, it was intense. It was back and forth. It didn't get brushed over. It had a moment. It was a moment that mattered and it, uh, it was booked right. It was booked as the main event. <laughs> uh, you know, if you want to book this as a, as a wrestling, uh, per, uh, event, you know, the, that was the main event. Uh, and then, you know, everything after that is just clean up. <laughs> uh, but it, it was a cool moment. And then, uh, they finally, the, the, and then the emotional connection kind of, uh, comes out back in the aftermath with the girl. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the, the possibility of, you know, uh, the, the, he didn't want to spoil it, but the possibility of the girl not surviving or surviving, uh, we find out yeah. that everything is okay, you know, cause they, uh, and, uh, from what's implied is from that guy, uh, <laughs> her life gets saved because, uh, what we see is eyeballs that he's told are hers. And, right. uh, he was about to like save with every fiber of his life. And the other guy shoots and it blows up to piss him off to involve a fight. But then we see that, uh, that she's fine, still has her eyes, but we find out mm-hmm. it was the surgeon that got his eyes dug out, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and that's what, that is such a like, like if, if you get trapped in a movie, you know what I'm saying? Like if you get trapped in a, in that movie and you allow yourself to kind of get trapped in that movie, that scene where they fucking bowling ball the eyes to him. <laughs> yeah. Like, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. So about that. <laughs> Strike. Like, did you think you were going to win? And you're like, no. <laughs> like you cut her eyes out. <laughs> And he just like, he's like, 
oh, okay, everyone dies now. <laughs> it's like, okay, that, that's just how it's going to be. You know, everyone's going to die. Okay. You, you're going to die. You're going to die. Oh, you're definitely going to die. Uh, hey, you over there, the extra. Oh, the, you, you're going to die too. That's the boom operator. I don't care. Everybody's going to die. Screw <laughs> it. Uh, uh, it's just, and, and then it culminates and then they finally, and the, 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 uh, scene at the end and before they find out that she's okay is the, with the bulletproof car. Uh, oh my God. He fires God. into the car. He's like, it's bulletproof. Screw you. You can't shoot me. Shoot all right. you want. And he puts it the, onto the windshield, uh, and just starts firing. It's like at the same spot, like over and over. And over and over, and you're just like, okay, shit, <laughs> right? You're like, that's not gonna wait, wait. It worked. <laughs> it's like it's like you see, it's a hole. It's like I got right. one bullet left. <laughs> <laughs> it's like boom, and he's he's in there. And it, it, I do have to wonder if uh, we can contact MythBusters. <laughs> to talk about, you know, I can, I like the fact that, you know, they understood the difference between bulletproof and bullet resistance, which a lot right. of these, uh, bulletproof, like, windows on these cars are bullet resistance. They can take some shrapnel and take a bullet, but if you, you know, if you, you know, if you dig at them, you can crack them and you can make a hole. But I have to wonder, specifically not about that, but specifically about, uh, 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 shrapnel. And ricocheting. Yeah, Because yeah. where are those bullets going? Because <laughs> right. they're going well, I so... mean, they, they have... If you notice, he starts to, like, get hit by pieces. Because he he jilts a couple times, like, oh, fuck, I hit myself. Like, but he just keeps going, you know? Oh, okay. Because I, I miss... I just was looking at the... Like, the, that, the... that big gash that's on his cheek at the end is from shrap metal. Ah, okay, okay. Cause that was, that's what was the main thing I was wondering about. I was like, where are those bullets going? It's like, okay. Cause I was right. mainly looking like, at it, the like, hole. you gotta go back, like, go back and watch that scene again. Like, you'll see, like, shit start to tatter his clothes and his face and shit like that. And you'll see him, like, shake shit off. Yeah. Like, cause he's just in this moment of, like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kill you. I, I kill you. You die. Right. He's like, I've made that decision. <laughs> like, uh, and then, uh, and then you, we find the girl and, and you have, and then it's cute moment time after that. And it's like, uh, they go back to the shop where she shoplifted and they get new school supplies for her and like, and they say goodbye and you, you get the final emotional moment where, uh, they tie it back into the flashbacks where he, he finally shows some emotion finally. Uh, and he asks her to hug her one time. You know, just one time. Let me hug you. And it's like, yes, hug her, hug her. But, but that's also that kind of thing because usually at the end of these movies, the guy who's, who's like going to save the person usually gets some kind of redemption and doesn't, doesn't have anything happen to him or he dies. Yeah. Right. This movie takes that nice middle path where he didn't die, but they're like, dude, you murdered a bunch of people. You are going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to jail. Like, I'm, I'm glad you, you killed bad people and you saved this little girl, but the wake of bodies and explosions behind you <laughs> need to be paid for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, they, it was like, you know, it's like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm I understand he accepts it. I'm going to go away for a long time. Let me just have this one thing. Just one favor. Right. And then, you know, he, they get the end of the movie. And uh, I think 
overall, it, it's just a really solid, fantastic action movie. Uh, you know, yeah. if you, we can nitpick about, uh, talk about, you know, you wanted more from the acting. Uh, the character, the, the villains are, uh, are silly, but you know what? It's an action movie. It's okay to have them be silly. They're fun. The, the villains in this were a lot less cartoony than the lady in silence. Okay. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. She was a goddamn cartoon villain if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but overall it's a, a fantastic action movie and I think everyone should check it out. It, it is definitely worth I a, mean, both a of these ride. movies are definitely worth a good checkout, but I recommend do not watch them back to back, please. Yeah. For your eyes and your sanity and your sadness muscles, do not watch these movies back to back. It is a fucking terrible existence you will put yourself through. Like, there are no, there's not an amount of Disney movies in the world that will, who, who will equal the sadness of watching these two movies back to back. Like, watch, watch the action movie, then watch a couple of Disney movies, watch Frozen, and then go ahead and go watch The Man from Nowhere. (laughs) Watch watch Frozen, watch Hyoden's version of Let It Go, maybe watch that a little bit, you know. So, watch Ember's New Groove. It's it's a nice right. movie. Then watch Just, Man from Nowhere. Right. Just put something in the middle, please. You need a movie buffer, you know, just for your right. own sanity. Because, uh, yeah. like, I watched Silence, and then I totally recalled in my head The Man from Nowhere. And it was like, fuck, like, fuck life, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, but, yeah. The the movies for y'all to watch, we highly recommend checking out. Uh, but that is all for Hallyujuku Talks and for Hallyujuku in general. Uh, I think next time we're probably going to be able to do some uh, food stuff. I know I'm going to talk about uh, the fact that I made kimbap today. Uh, I went to, to my Publix uh, supermarket and bought some supplies and made some kimbap. And I'm going to talk about that next week. Tease. Uh, so look forward to that. But that's it. Uh, Kaz, you got anything you want to tell the fine folks about? Um, just, I don't know. Keep listening to all the podcasts. Keep checking on the website because I'm slowly building it out. Um, other than that, no, not really. Yeah. yeah uh, you can follow the show at Holly Juku. Uh, you can follow me at PD Rave, him at King Kaz. We're all over the internet. Uh, check out our website, hallyjuku.com, or better yet, for sharing with your friends and for remembering easily, kpoppodcast.com. Uh, check out rebelli.net, iTunes, Stitcher, all the things, subscribe, like, share, uh, do this that favor, review, maybe. Uh, but until yeah. next time, uh, hasta los huevos. Annyeong. Annyeong. Marlene's fighting. Yeah.